93.1 WTJS Alamo, the talk of Jackson. Welcome to the show where we uncover the blueprint of success and the business tools you need to achieve the American dream. Helping people turn passion and dreams into money-making machines. This is Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Now, here's Chase. What's going on, Jackson? You know who it is. My name's Chase Channel, and this is Strictly Business. In studio, we have my favorite co-host, Uncle Sid. Woo, baby! Getting you to the wee, the what is it? The, the wee, wee whistle. The what woo is that? whistle. Now you've never used the word "we" in your life. What the heck made it come out then? I was just thinking about us being such a, a family unit that uh-huh. I'm like, it's it's definitely we. Please, <laughs> there's no team and I with Channel. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> Oh, it's good to have everyone along. Uh, We have an action-packed show today where we're going to talk in the first hour about victim mentalities. and It's so common. And, 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 you know, uh, Chase, it's such a plague that that a lot of people don't even realize they are a victim mentality. And and probably if if, if they had a real friend that would tell them when they have a, you know, that they're acting that way, they they probably, if they heard themselves, would would stop if they knew it. That people do it not knowing they're, they're doing that. It's been programmed and don't realize it. We're going to talk about how it affects you in life, in your personal relationships and business. And then in the second hour, we're going to talk about how to fix it, which I think is more important because you say, okay, that's me. I'm a victim, but now what do I do to get around it? So we're you, going to talk about that. You, you know you know what I've noticed, and, and, and it just really drives me up a wall, and that's why I want to bring it up right this second, is the world's changed a little bit. See, I, you know, I grew up kind of in the 80s, you know, and I've told you it's a little bit different. You're an old soul, so you understand, but like... Back in the day, people like it just seemed, and I don't mean it's like back in my day, but it, I do feel that way now, right? But back in the day, man, your friends would tell you when you do you were doing something wrong and would cover for you. Nowadays, everybody's so afraid of the whiplash of of, of hurting somebody or, or offending somebody, people just go about their business and they they get isolated and and, and stare at their freaking smartphone the whole time, and 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 they're not socialized. But it, it's funny, and I'm going to use this as an example, even though everybody nobody wants to admit it, but we all have it. Dude, when somebody says, hey, man, you got a booger hanging in your nose, I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Hey, only friend in the whole crew right here. Thanks, thanks to the rest of you. Are going to let me walk around, you know? I'm one of the ones that would let you keep going. That's right. It. You would let me walk around because it would make you feel better. I would yourself. even try to talk you into taking a picture to put it on Facebook. So I know you would. Laugh. I know you would. You'd make sure inter- you'd introduce me to every girl, including your new girlfriend, uh, that you could possibly do. That way it, it would prove I thought point. we weren't going to talk about that on air. We know we weren't going to call her contestant number two. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. You know, there's something else that's important that we get out of the way because today is a big day for us. All right. This is the 20th anniversary for the Chase Channel show. Can you tell he's in a relationship when he starts keeping up with the anniversaries? I mean, what? It's a, a 20th show. That's a big oh deal. Oh, my God. That it means, is a big deal. I love it. 40 full hours of content. Okay. All right. Do you buy, do you buy flowers on the 30th anniversary? Well, I, I we do like by the week, you know, like our one week, our two week. Dude, it's like nobody. having a newborn child. You say our one month. You ain't fooling nobody. You're going to send the Uber driver to handle your business. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, before we get too far into the show, I do want to say a few heartfelt thanks because it's been hard doing this whole show, putting everything together, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of late nights here on the mic. Roll your pants up. Go ahead. <laughs> Did I sound like a victim? 
No, but just roll your pants up so you don't you know, walk around with soggy <laughs> soggy jeans. But, uh, you know, in, in all seriousness, I really appreciate all the listeners every week that tune in. And we have a lot of listeners, you know, right here in West Tennessee that listen to 93.1 all the time. And we appreciate them. But also all around the world, I get messages from you every week. And, you know, I really, really appreciate all the positive feedback and, you know, the support. We do it for the listeners. And as I say in life, the consumer and the listener are the litmus test for how you're doing. So that's a true guru right there. They are the true guru. I love that. And and, and you know you know what's cool about our listeners, Chase? We we got a different listener than 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 what they're used to. That's true. We're we're bringing a whole nother genre and a whole nother position of people here in Jackson and all over that listen to us that maybe not have ever listened to this radio station. So that's good. It's all about mindset and and one of the that's things That's our soldiers. That's that's our That's are, our soldiers, sir. They are our soldiers. That's right. Ready to go into battle. That's right. For we're, the Chase hey, Channel and show. We're not leaving any of them behind, right? Well, one of the things you're going to get educated on today and I can't wait till the second hour because the mind hack to me and that's how I've been able to create so much success in my life is through working through those mind hacks because Is the hack the hack? The first hack or the second hack? Well, for me, it's the first hack. And then, well, how am I supposed to do the first hack if I don't know about the second hack? Well, you're doing the first hack. Oh, okay. All Did right. you not read your script? I don't have scripts. I got it right here in my head. <laughs> uh, one, one really interesting thing, I got to tell you. On this day in 2008, the Summer Olympics in Beijing becomes the, the most watched event on TV ever. Well, it's dude. They're they're multiplying like rabbits at a billion people. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Come on now. How many people do you think they're gamifying? It? They're gaming us on that stat. How many people do you think watched it? Uh, all over the world. Yeah. Mm. On television. Now remember, half the world doesn't even have a TV. Yeah, two billion. You're close. Yeah, five billion, which is seventy percent of the world's population That's watched strong. the 2008 Summer Olympics in Beijing. That's strong. That tells you how many of them are hacking the streaming. Now, speaking of ratings, I don't know if you heard, but the Chase Channel Show is now the number one rated show in West Tennessee. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, we appreciate all the listeners listening. and It, it wouldn't be without the listeners. That's right. That's true. I mean, do you think they had the dial just left there and they just happened to catch us? First West Tennessee, next the South. <laughs> like John Rawls, we have... Uh, John Rawls, y'all at two o'clock every day talks all things in the South. You should be on there as a guest because you're really, He's you may cool be guy. my I, first uh, Southern, what are they called? Collard greens? What? You've had collard greens. I took you to Mary Max. I know you made me eat them. Okay. All right. I'm just saying that was a first time experience for me. Right. Well, it's because in West Virginia, they think they're part of the South and unfortunately they're not. Well, we have pepperoni rolls. Uh, so does uh, New Jersey. <laughs> Those are called strombolis. <laughs> well, whatever you want to call different. it. different. Whatever. Do you uh, like the pepperoni rolls? They're delicious. Where's the best hot, best hot dog you ever had? That is not the best hot dog I've ever had. They don't even come close to the varsities. And uh, okay, where's the second best hot dog you ever had? He thinks he has the best hot dogs, and that's cute. And I go along with it because I don't like to be combative, and I don't say anything and let them go on like you do kind of sometimes. But yeah, no, there's not any good food in West Virginia either. Sheets, the gas station, that's the best food in West Virginia. Isn't it amazing when the sheets aren't all over the world? It's the best. I like. I think it's funny how all these gas stations are trying to copy them, but they're not copying the full concept. They're copying partial concepts. They don't understand that extra little bit is what makes them the best. I don't even like the QTs in Atlanta. No, and, and, and but the they're South. trying to put those kitchens in, but they they miss the whole concept. Hey, hang on a second. We're losing everybody because they might not see sheets. Let me explain sheets to you. Sheets is called Sheets MTO. 
right? And yeah. MTO stands stands for made to order fresh yeah. food, not none of that soy wrapped, overpriced uh, hockey puck biscuits, right? None of that. Ain't getting any of that. But what this is, and here's how what's so cool. You know, like a push push button screen, like where you can you can order make your order on like a, a tablet or or even on those Coke machines where you can pick the soda. Well, with sheets, they have those on the gas pumps. And you can sit there and order your meal while you're pumping the gas, okay? Now, they have anything from breakfast. They have subs, pizzas, salads, schmetzels, which is like a pretzel bread sandwich. I mean, and everything's great, too. And everything is above average, yeah. right? It's, it's not just, what you think gas station food. It's definitely not gas station food. It's definitely better than Subway, even. Yeah, I was just going to say yeah, a notch above than, Subway. It's a notch yeah. above Subway. Um, I wouldn't say it's uh, what's our place we love. Jersey Mike. It's not Jersey Mike. It's Mike's. not quite Jersey Mike. Definitely not that much propor- uh, portions for sure. But uh, uh, we love our Jersey Mikes, by the way. Um, but it, it is some of the, really, especially some of the bad parts of are like the rural, you know, parts of uh, West Virginia. It's the best place to eat in town. Yeah, for sure. So when you walk in to go pay for your gas or to do whatever you're going to do, your sandwich is served up fresh, and they pull it over and they say, "Hey, here's your sandwich," because you ordered it out on the pump. That is the cool concept. Now, QT, uh, what is this, Hux over here? Hux, yeah. L- let's give a shout out and credit where it's due. Their pizza's good. The, the Godfather's pizza is good. It's delicious. But um, We get the personalized size, though. We haven't tried the big one yet. Chase eats the personalized size walking back to the truck. Well, you know, it's like the size of one pizza. I can't well, help it. They're like crystal burgers to them. But anyways, <laughs> so uh, the uh, they, they don't they miss it. The, the racetracks, and the, they, it's nice, don't get me wrong, but it ain't sheets and and they miss it because they you know you order it and then they're like what do you want and then you got to deal with service of people like messing up what you want and acting like you know you bothering them and they're doing you a favor but i don't like all that crap no, no. and when you go in sheets you can't even order with a person that's right if you're at the counter they still have digital displays that's right they have digital displays and you there. type it in and uh, they have great coffee selection but i've definitely always you know what's crazy is they will not franchise no, they're privately owned, and, and and but but they get it, man. Like they understand made to order. That is the call to action. That is the the sizzle that nobody else understands. It's the best part of the sizzle, really. People in Elkins, where I grew up, would drive to the Philippi, which was about thirty minutes away. Sheets, yeah, just to get dinner or to grab something. Like no. it was like a restaurant, even though it's a Philly. Hang, hang on, I'm I'm having a flashback. I think I'm I'm getting talked to. Uh, I do got to give a shout out real quick. The Mexican restaurant there is the second best Mexican restaurant, Mexican restaurant I've had. One being the one in, in Duluth of uh, which one, Clarksburg or the, no, the one next to the workout facility place. Uh, uh, the workout facility place in the corner. Um, in which town? In Bridge, I don't. Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Yeah. Yeah, Bridgeport, West Virginia. Yeah, and that gym's where the girl uh, that used to drive the van. Yeah, yeah yeah okay that mexican restaurant has killer queso they got chopped uh jalapenos in it it's delicious the second best one next to el torero in duluth right but two buddy i can't believe we forgot about tudor's biscuit world tudor's biscuit world Dude, tudor's biscuit <laughs> world is phenomenal man yeah yeah what do you get? Uh, Uncle Sid has a really uh, interesting meal. He's got the same thing his entire life at the Mexican restaurants. I get the same thing every time. Anybody's got to look at a, a, a menu as a, a rookie. What do you get? Let's share it with the listeners. Uh, you know what? I don't think it really would uh, be sharing with the listeners if I told them. Why don't you tell them? 
I bet you can order it verbatim the way I ordered it. Uncle Sid, he's going to start off with a queso dip, and he would like the jalapenos. Queso jalapeno. With, uh, and he'd like the pickled kind, chopped up. Right. And put into the uh, into the cheese queso. Right. Then he would like the, uh, what do you call them, the burritos? But he gets them with. The two beef burritos with white, white queso sauce. on top. Yeah, no, no red, red sauce. sauce. Yeah, yeah. Don't give me none of that red sauce. No red sauce. And then he puts the, the, uh, the queso and the jalapenos on top of yeah. that for a little extra sizzle. That's right. When you look away, I pour out of the bowl. And yeah. on top of that, he orders soft tortilla shells to dip in yes. the, the queso. Absolutely. Heck yeah, man. Really, uh, how I wasn't very open-minded with food when you first met me, was I? No, you weren't. You, you were awful, actually. And then he you know, forced me to eat different things. And that, well, Dude, you came to Atlanta, man. Wild Wing Cafe was one I really bucked the system on. <laughs> but I didn't pick up on it. I didn't, I didn't even see it coming. You were, I was like, dude, you want the best wings? And, and they were great. They were phenomenal then. And... Uh, and then when you went back home for a year and came back, you, I'm going, what, what do you want to eat? What's the first place? You go, Wild Wings. I went, dude, you said you didn't like Wild Wings. Well, <laughs> just because it wasn't my idea. <laughs> what kind of lame crap is that? I don't I, Hey, listen, I won't say your mama didn't hold you as a baby. Cause that. Sorry, Mama Channel. Uh <laughs> I was just You're really it. on the bad list after that. I know. I got I got I got fried off of it. But dude, I mean I was just pointing out that something created that disturbance. You know? I don't know. You know, uh, there's a few people I want to thank because this is the anniversary. Do you have anyone you want to thank, Sid, that's made made the show just uh more enjoyable for you? Mm. And uh, you know, there's somebody that's not with us tonight. Uh He go. Yeah, Snow Cone. He he he's uh well We'll just leave that for another day. But. Drop back. You know what? I think he could sense that we were going to cross-verify his uh, absence. <laughs> it was weird. Once we put him on the agenda, just a no-show. Why do you think people do that? I think that maybe they're just scared to... Chase, were you ever one to do that? Oh, yeah. I know. For sure. Yeah. And why was it you think you did that? Um... I would say that I did it originally for entertainment because I always was entertained by, yeah. like I'm the type that I would say, like if the, I knew you didn't like somebody, I would invite you, yeah, you and them to the same restaurant we, we call that a, yeah. and then I wouldn't go there. Right. Yeah, and then you'd sick. both show up there to meet me and you're like, that is your, funny, but that's sicko. <laughs> you're a sicko. Well, you know, it's just, uh, what, what, at what point in your life did you finally learn that being a man of your word meant something? I think as I progressed in business, you know, yeah. realized that integrity was important. And if you do something, if you say you're going to do something, you should do it. I learned that from you. Yeah. And what I'll, should you do if you borrow somebody's truck? Fill it up with gas. That's right. When you return. That's it. right. Make sure better it's clean, than the way you kept it. Better than the way you kept it. That's Life right. lessons Uncle Sid's taught me. Well, <clears throat> dude, I mean, it goes a long way, especially if you got uh, somebody that uh, converted you thinking that that was funny to send two people that hated each other and not show up. I mean, that's bad. I would humor, have even man. been the type to put like water in the gas tank so you thought it was back to the level it was. <laughs> that's awful, man. Well, you know, I just weird, mix, mix, mixed up priorities, you know. You were hanging around the wrong group of friends, man. Apparently, that's, that's, that's very, very true. Right. And, uh, you know, but I think that uh, part of what, what we're going to talk about in the, the first hour today is really going to. Give a lot of a lot of people. Well, let, that let's, let's ask the listeners how how important do you think it is to be a man of your word? I mean, t for me, like I'm not going to die with an asterisk next to my name. To me, for me, I would never want to shoot a world record buck and and know that I spotlighted it at night and have that secret dwelling in my tummy, 
you know, where every time somebody talks about it, I'm really not quite feeling the joy that I should, that I just shot a world record buck because I know that I did something a little left-handed to get it. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Like, way. I don't feel the win out of that. Or, or if I got to lie to, to get the win, then I, I don't get the joy out of it. And I do it for win-loss, black and white. You know, I want the joy. I want the accomplishment. I want the challenge. For me, I live and die by that. I don't, I don't know why anybody else would. Do you think they just never get a win, so therefore they're willing to, like, cap, you know, bend their morals because they just can't help it? they got to have that win? I maybe I don't understand that because to me I don't get the gratification from it that way. Yeah, you know I've 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 always felt like you should do it. You know, no shortcuts. Like you go tell some chick you're a PhD surgeon or something. You know, and and wow, or you know, I know guys that would think that was so funny. But man, what if she was the one and you figured that out and then you got to sit there and tell her you're you're a schmuck that you're liar from the go. I always did opposite. I'd tell them I'm like the overnight cook down at the Waffle House. Right, right. You know, right. That's probably because they saw you in the pool hall so much. They knew you couldn't be much more in the pool hall. <laughs> so we want to hear from you. If you want to let us know uh, your thoughts on it, sounds like we have some messages coming in on the Victory Honda text line. The number to text is 731-215-0158. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to answer some of these texts. We're going to talk about what you won't want to miss, which is... Hey, make sure you, make sure you send in some texts because we're with some good questions because we're going to get you in mind right today. You're going to get your mind right. Don't be a victim. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. Because Honda was KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. And we worked hard to earn that honor. Because without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. Based on 2018 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit kbb.com for more information. What's up, Jackson? It's Chase Channel from the Chase Channel Show. In case you missed it, we've moved to primetime. Be sure to tune in every Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturdays from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Just 
into the kitchen flows away Taps are still running, dishes are broken How did we get into this mess? Got so aggressive I know we met our good intentions So pull me closer Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? I can't just let you go By Marin Morris and Zed. You know, that's my favorite song. Uh, dude, come on. <laughs> you watch it on, on repeat. Uncle Sid's hanging out with us. We're talking about life and business and the things you want to hear about. My name's Chase She's Channel. She's so pretty. And this is Strictly Business. She is pretty. She is. She's gorgeous. And, you know, future Miss Channel kind of looks like her a little bit. She does, actually. Yeah, I pointed that out, yeah. Yeah, just a better looking version. Now, is future mischief? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm keeping them together. Okay, very funny. Hey, what is it with uh, what is it with chicks that like uh, they want to spray like tomcats? You notice that <laughs> they leave their earrings and their jackets and just anything possible, just randomly around. I mean, you got to be on your game. You know, they mark their territory. Yeah, makes you feel wanted. I mean, at least, I guess. They, at least they let it know that they want to mark their territory. I think it's cute. It's like a nice little sign of, you know. Right. I'm with you. <clears throat> is it weird to you if they mark their territory and then you find out they were cheating on you? Kind of like, why did you go through that whole thing of marking your territory, yet you were? I don't think cheating happens like that. Right. I think that you it's. Got, you got a whole liberal uh, view on cheating, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I think that uh, cheating's cheating, but I think that it takes two to cheat, and I think that a lot of times when cheating takes place, like, I don't really believe that someone in a relationship, like, goes down the street, they see someone, they're like, oh, wow, look at them, let's cheat. It just doesn't happen that way. It's because they're being neglected in some way at oh, home. You, you think so? You I think, think it's so. Yeah, well, I think anything can happen at any time, but whatever. Well, I think that there's more to it, though. If you, yeah. they were truly happy, they would make the decision to, A, not put themselves in a position where they would cheat. That's the secret to not cheating. Just don't even put yourself in the position. Right, yeah, you got to be like, well, hey, I'm going to go with my friends when you know there's a bunch of, you know, maybe yeah. girls there or whatever. I mean, you can't do that. You got to be smart enough to say, hey, if you don't have the, the self control, right? 
you know, you just say, hey, I, I can't be there. I know my limitations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've actually had an instance where I don't know why I already opened my big mouth about this, but <laughs> um, where I was actually leaving, I was at a, uh, a nightclub. <laughs> and as I'm in there, my phone's blowing up and it's a girl I was seeing at the time. Right, right. And she's like, you know, you hit ignore and you hope that they don't call back. Mm-hmm. Rings again. So I finally answer. And of course, you're in the middle of a club. So she starts screaming at me, you know, what are you doing? Why are you out there? I'm like, what? Well, can't hear you. <laughs> you know, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the, I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't. You're going to leave right now. Right. And so yeah. I was like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. So I start making my way towards the door, and I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'll, I'll get out of here. Well, as I'm leaving, there was a, another girl another girl who right. was – I happened to see it as I'm walking out the door, and she's like – And you already had a good reference because your friend introduced you to her. I don't remember that part, but – I do. I remember. I remember that I was, I was exiting. Mm-hmm. I look over, and like next thing you know – and it was funny because she's like, don't you hang out this phone? <laughs> I'm like – Click, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, and then gone. But you know that was back before I had more integrity, right, right. <laughs> so that's why you told the whole true story there. So, um, hey, listen. So, how about this? How about this though? Uh, you remember when we were uh, one time we were hanging out at that one club and the guy said I got to go outside and he was calling his wife and he goes Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm gonna go on to bed too. Okay. <laughs> well, he didn't hang up. He, he, you know, like didn't. Hang oh, up. that was my best friend. Yeah, yeah. And, and so when he came back in. <laughs> <laughs> she could hear him like literally open the door and the music start playing. <laughs> she listened for hours. Of course, she was waiting to hear just get a little evidence there. Little, little. You know, he blames me for ruining that. It was like a seven or eight year relationship. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can In see fact, that. his new wife won't even let him near me. Well, man, right how smart that is. What does that mean? <laughs> or what are you trying to say, Uncle? I, it'd be like letting a wolf in the hen house. Well, you know. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, whatever. We we won't talk about bro code on the air because we both hold different a- a- angles on that. That is true. We <laughs> we certainly do. There, there's the helped and the helpless. So we we we, we certainly <laughs> do. But what we should talk about is business, right? We've promised. Well, I know, I know. We're going to talk about business, but man, I tell you, relationships and even like meeting people and socializing and getting out, it's so much like business. That's really all you're doing is making friends when you're selling. Oh, there's no doubt about Solving it. Solving problems, being a hero. Why do you think I'm a closer? That's right. You know? Yeah. Uh, we used to always say that the first way to identify if there's a closer is if they have a good looking wife. That's one way. You know? Yeah, they all, they, well, yeah, especially in the car business, they all got. When you outkick your coverage, there's one reason. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or you live in Tampa. Or you live in Tampa. Or. Man, I outkick my coverage. Maybe you're so really, really account. rich. That can always help. Yeah. I mean, only so far. Well, only so far. Well, only for the, uh, only for the. The short-minded. All I know is a lot of those Instagram models, they don't get on those $60 million yachts with uh, paid advertising through Instagram. No. I mean, it's... No, they don't. It's... uh, There's someone behind the camera that uh, they don't want anyone to see. Right. Well, you know, and, uh, yeah, well, sure. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't... Like, I I always knew I was going to make my own money, so I never really looked for that. You know what I mean? I never... That was never a positive to me. You've never considered a sugar mama? No. No. Really? Buddy, if if I if, if I don't, the opportunity like, came along, okay, and you met a really beautiful woman who was exactly what you always dreamed of, 
And she was rich. It wouldn't matter. And she was rich, but she said, listen, I would like to do like a role reversal. Mm. And I would like for you to be like the stay at home and uh, stay at home dad uh, and I'll to be, the, to the be, pets. I'll work till and the day I I'm going to take care of you. I'll, I'll, you I'll that'd work. be a deal breaker for you. Well, I would just say, no, I'm not going to stay at home. We can, you can choose to do anything you want. Well, that's a condition. Now, you, So you miss out on the girl of your dreams because you're not willing to be a stay-at-home well, dad? I mean, I would work it from home like I do. Like I can work anywhere in the world. But you're not giving enough attention to the dogs and the cats then. Okay, well, now I'm not sacrificing my <laughs> career for the dogs and cats. Sorry, man. So you're not a pet person? I'm very much a pet person. I'm just not going to sacrifice my career just because the girl's got money or something. I don't care about that. Well, there you heard it. Uncle yeah. Sid's uh Personally, you know. So, so well, I couldn't even be with somebody that I didn't intellectually connect with. Like I couldn't just like that. That ain't Sid, man. Like, do you I, think I, that I that's a, why you're still single? <laughs> because I have to actually connect with connect with them. Well, intellectually yeah. connect. I mean, yeah, that, probably that can be difficult, right? Well, uh, especially with your ADD, because you only have eight seconds to connect with you. Are you kidding me? That's that's you're the most impatient man in the world, and you're telling me about my eight seconds. You're disgusting, man. I cannot believe you. I mean, you're over there laughing because you know you're doing some kind get, of reverse switcheroo. I, I had to get you before you got me. I ain't trying to get you. That's the that's the crazy part. I ain't trying to get you, bro. Oh, so you, your phone's ringing. We got we, we my got phone's also, always ringing. Also, People are like, "Hey, your your voicemail's uh, full." I'm like, "Dude, it's 11:30 a.m. Yours isn't. Get 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 humping it." That's right. I saw a, a post on the internet today and it said, if your battery is not dead by the end of the day, you ugly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, listen, just because I'm single don't mean I'm lonely. Well, you do. You, Yeah. I mean, no, dude, that ain't it, bro. I, I guarantee you, I've lived more in my 44 years. If I died tomorrow, I would die with two, the two lives of most men. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it, man. I don't, I'm not in a hurry. I ain't rushing. I ain't missing nothing. I'm cool, man. That's why I drive the speed limit, which Chase can't stand. Well, Uncle Sid says that I rush him everywhere. You do. You're in a hurry everywhere. And I'm like, bro, we can pass the car with a double yellow line, but there, there's a red light there. I mean, are we really going to get that much f closer to the place if we're both all stopped at the red light in 30 seconds anyway? But your car is in front of there. So then when it turns green, you can advance. It further. ain't worth the, the, the <laughs> hazard pay I should get for being your Uber driver. <laughs> Hey, hey, so go ahead and share, because, you know, most people that know me from, like, my local think I'm the wildest, drinkingest, crazy man in the world. Tell them why I'm the Uber driver. Uncle Sid doesn't drink. That's right. I don't, well, I mean, I will drink. You are kind of the Marlboro man. You do smoke a little bit. I do, but I'm, I don't drink like, like I'm a recovered alcoholic don't drink. I don't drink because I choose not to drink, and I will have a beer once in a while. Well, some people are like, I ain't drinking 17 years and eight months. I'm like, oh, cool. You got them chips? Hey, real funny, real quick. Hey, did you know? Did you know when we'd go to my grandmother's and play poker? I thought they had American Airline chips. I thought their poker chips were like American Airline versions. I had no clue that those were AA chips. She had more white chips you could tile bathroom with. You're not gonna believe who just called. Oh, really? You're never gonna believe it. He's gone. Snow cones trying to call in. Snow cones mountain. He's trying to call off. T t hey, tell him. It's, <laughs> tell him the ice cream has melted. This party's gone. <laughs> oh. So we're talking about uh, life and business, and we promised we would talk about being a victim. We're a victim with snow cone. Yeah, we are a victim with snow cone. <laughs> and we've had some texts rolling in. We're going to get to those. If you want to text, we'll, we'll take those texts. The number to text is 731-215-0158. Uncle Sid's hanging out with us. You're listening to the Chase Channel Show. Every Friday, you can always catch us from 4 to 6 right here on 93.1. Or, as always, we play an encore performance tomorrow morning. And that airs from 9 to 11, right after the Schofield Report. 
which I will say I love listening to Schofield. I love Schofield. on Saturday mornings. That's he does the does the Schofield report yeah. and great great coverage on sports for the week. So it's always enjoyable uh, to listen to him, and he kind of gets me revved up and previewed and ready for you know the show. But now Snow Cone's texting in. Let's let's see what Christy or uh, Terry's calling me back after three days. That girl, I'm like, can you manage your phone? Remember when I talked to you about that? You want to be a manager, but you can't manage your underwear drawer? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I'm like, Christy, you take three days to call people back sometimes? I mean, she's serious. Like, she hits you back and talks about what you're talking about three days ago as if you're supposed to remember. I don't even remember what I said to you. Well, you, you, the good thing about you, as said, is that you operate with such level of integrity, you don't have to remember what was said. That's right. That's true, but I still forget stuff. I'm getting old. <laughs> That's true. So, um, what... We, we, we promised. Look, look at you, look at you, look at you, like, that, that's like passive aggressive. What, what would that be called that you just did, saying I work at such a level of integrity? I do hold it high. Don't make, don't, don't patronize or make fun of me because I, I do the, I do the right I'm over the wrong. Just making. I do the hard right over the easy wrong. You know why? Because it makes you unique. Because everybody else does the other. And I don't want to be like everybody else. We're, we're working our way to the five o'clock woo whistle. I'm the only one that'll woo. <laughs> well, I'm not a great wooer. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just glad you called there. it the woo whistle. You've been calling it just the whistle lately. Well, uh, it's because I don't do a woo. Well, if you, I say it's the woo whistle, people say what's the woo? They expect an example. You know what? That shows that shows uh, your your commitment to excellence. We need to get Vince Lombardi in here. Come on, Vince Lombardi. We promise to talk about life, business, and the things you want to hear about. You can text those. As no, we talked. We promised to talk about getting your head right, and that's what we're doing right now with Chase Daniel. My head is always right. <laughs> Looks like a pit bull. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, We can we commit that we'll at least talk about? Well, we're going to. We had to get our heads right. <laughs> and I had to apologize to Mama Channel for saying you haven't been held in your first 18 months. <laughs> she said I was held a lot. Maybe that's the problem. Right. <laughs> okay. But if you want to get in on the action, you always can. Shoot us a text to the Victory Honda text line, 731 215 0158 we're going to get to those and snow cone is just blowing up the text line he's now saying he's he's i'm coming from nashville a new wind do you think he's a legend uh, like basically this this time we're going to find out stick around to find out why snow cone is is just no call no show now i was going to do the movie voice and tell you what was going to happen to snow cone (laughs) let's hear it nope we're going to find out from Can't Snow Cone, and Uncle Sid's going to talk about life as a victim. Hey, right now, text him back and say, good, pick up some Gus's on your way in. <laughs> Seriously, let's just verify this man. <laughs> that and much more right after this. See ya. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. Because Honda was KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. And we worked hard to earn that honor. Because without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. 
based on 2018 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book. Visit kbb.com for more information. What's up, Jackson? It's Chase Channel from the Chase Channel Show. In case you missed it, we've moved to primetime. Be sure to tune in every Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturdays from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Let's celebrate. 
That's cool in the gang with a little celebration. We're celebrating, making our way to the woo whistle. And Snow Cone, Uncle Sid's with us. We've What's so little about cool in the gang? They weren't little. They were big time, bro. I said, I didn't say little. With a little? There ain't nothing like little it's a, about it. Like him. it's a little. Hey, speaking of little, let's 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 give that boy a call. We're gonna get, we're gonna get Snow Cone on the phone and find out why he called out. Can we just call him Cone? Well, whatever you want. Here we go. We're calling him right now. I like the kid. I hate this. Okay, we're calling him right now. You think you'll have a good excuse? I think you should ask him if he could take a... Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just see how long we... Snow Cone. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, Snow Cone. I can hear you. How you doing? Hello. Uh-oh, he can't hear us. Hey, Chase. You there? Chase. Oh, hey, hey, can you hear me? Uh, how about now? Chase. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just trying to let you know I'm on my way back from Nashville. So I should be there, uh, I don't know, I probably got about like an hour. Well, listen, you, you, you've got some answers to, 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 to provide because we're actually on air and we wanted to find out why snow cone wasn't here uncle oh, wow. uncle sid's here with us we, we figured you could grab us some gusses on the way in so we're like oh, man. we got to get to the bottom of this and uh yeah. so you know you ain't gonna go by kfc and pull it off as gusses now <laughs> you ain't gonna go get no kfc nashville chicken and think that that's really gonna taste like gusses do you <laughs> no it wouldn't be close at all <laughs> So we need to hear the excuse because last week, you know, you weren't here and the listeners right. were asking for you. Now we get, right. we get a no call, no show oh, wow. with, with the, del- with the <laughs> delayed entry and the listeners want to know. Well, the snow cone is melting. I guess the cone fell off the snow. So the you don't even have a good, off. you don't even have a good excuse. You haven't rehearsed there's, this. Don't you know? Have I talked to you better than that? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no excuse at all yeah. whatsoever. Well, how's no how's things in Nashville? I mean, you could at least update us on that. Things are good up there, man. Things How are you are, keeping everybody in the car quiet while you're talking? <laughs> How do I keep everybody in the car quiet? Yeah, you, I'm by myself, man. You, you're like, yo, shh, it's my boss. <laughs> yeah, shut exactly. up, shut up, it's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody be quiet, be quiet. But, like, uh, yeah, like I was saying, <laughs> how's the show going? Well, I mean, it's. I think it's going better now that we got, you know, at least we heard from you. Yeah, man, we just needed that third guy. We had to end up calling you on your phone as you're laying out in Nashville, man. Yeah, I know, man. Trying to, uh, so here's the thing, right? Pull him over. <laughs> Pull him oh, over. Y'all. What, are you I getting got, pulled I got over? I red lights behind me. <laughs> 
I got a red light behind me. Oh, let's, geez. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> well, listen, you're going to miss this week's, but do you think you'll be on time next week? I mean. You know what? It's starting to become my MO to be late, isn't it? <laughs> uh, keep your hands on the 10 and 2 while we're talking to you, will you, son? Yeah, we better let you deal with that. Let us know how the traffic stop goes, though. I sure will. All right, All right Snow Cone. Hold it down, bro. All right, All right What do you think, Uncle Sid? I like the kid, and I can't help it, man. As well, bad as I wanted to fry him there, man, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> I did. I felt sorry because he was he was digging. He was digging. Well, you know, we called him out. Yeah, but not really. We were nice about it. You were nice about it. Well, you could have chimed in. Oh, I was chiming in. I was just letting you set the, you know, you're his boss. I'm not. Well, I mean, I'm not his boss. I'm a wolf, bro. I'm That's a lone true. wolf. You are a wolf. You're right. So, so speaking about being a victim, let's talk about it. Okay. Because we promised the listeners the victim mentality, which I feel plagues so much of America. People are, it's their mindset. They ain't got their mind right, bro. Seriously. Like, it, 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 the, the earth, the world, right? And, and, and just kind of think about this for a second. The world is designed to keep you average. You know that? Really, it is. It, it is, and it just is. And, and here's what happens. And, 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 and a good friend of mine, and, and we'll mention his name, Ryan Stuman, who I, I respect and, and, and know very well, uh, uses the term force average, and I think that's a perfect name for it. And what happens is, is in life, for instance, you really, you know, either people overcommit into their relationship, or they overcommit in their career, or they overcommit, you know, and uh, and the spirit, you know, and body working, being physical, or they don't, they never do all of them good. They only do one or two, and 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 if you do one or two, you're still at fifty percent. See, you're back at average. Yeah. And what happens is, is when people get beat to death, or you know, things keep going wrong. It's not bad luck. It's not because they got fifties in their pocket, like we think, and we're in the casinos. You know, it, it's it, it's it's life, because see, like growing up, like I've told you about the note. I don't have. Uh, uh, goals, I have obligations, right? We're taught to shoot for the moon, hit the stars, so it's okay to miss your goals. See, that's a, that's something you got to get out of your mind too. It's not okay to miss your goals. You should have obligations and you should obtain them because you're a perfectly willing, healthy person. Same thing with, with being average or same thing with uh, you know, the way that you uh, attack life. It's nothing against you. It's going to happen. But we were taught at the end of a story, what did they say? And they lived happily ever after. So let me ask you something. Let's just look. Like everybody right now is trying to you know, you know, dig and, and, and have what they consider success. Now, they're going to base that based on whatever they consider successful. I personally think successful is freedom. Whatever it takes to get there, yes, money, and other things will give you freedom. That is true success. Now, when people are trying to be successful like that, they think if they make a bunch of money or if they get a Ferrari or a nice car or Harley or Rolex, whatever it is they're, they're measuring it with, and then they're going to be happy. And that's not the case. I'm going to give you an example. Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is now president. You think he lives happily ever after after this? No, his problems just got bigger. In life, you're always going to have problems. You're always going to have something jumping out like a little dog to bite your legs. The difference is a lot of people get comfort from their I'm not saying anything about my channel here. I just want to be careful. But a lot of people get comforted by their mom or growing up by their older siblings. You're treading on thin water. I know I am. I'm about to drown. But listen, <laughs> I, I get comforted by their siblings, you know, that it's okay. And, and, and so they learn the behavior of being the victim gets them better 
gets them through the problems or gets them, you know, more attention or whatever it is that, you know, takes some of the eye off the ball instead of, listen, man, that's going to happen every single day. Things are going to go wrong and don't get all upset about it. It's part of life. Punch it in the nose and let it go back in its doghouse. How many times have you faced a up and then a down? Dude, I am the scream machine. I'm Mr. Scream Machine. I'm up, down, up, down, up, down all the time. But such is life, man. Like, I can remember having the mentality of, you know, if I'm going to go out to eat, I'm going to go to the dollar menu at Wendy's, man, because there ain't no reason to be frivolous and go anywhere else. And then I've had the mentality of, I'm going to get a steak. I ain't going to Longhorns or Outback. I'm going to Bones or something. There's no reason to have just a mediocre steak. I'm going to have the best in Atlanta, right? Yeah. And then I've been right back at that Wendy's again where I was going, man, what the heck was I thinking going to eat them bone steaks? I don't need to spend those no $70 on no steak. What was I thinking about that $70? Now I wouldn't be eating Wendy's. It's so, amazing how like you have that that mind shift. You do, you do. It's all mind shift. So what that teaches you is every bit of its mindset. Well, There's, and that's what we're going to talk about in the second hour It's how to do a mind hack. Right. There's no difference between betting $2 on a dog or 200 on a dog. It's mindset. Well, and I think a lot of that comes from, and this is where I see the victim mentality show up the most often, is people are trained that way from the time they're a kid. Yeah. You know, their parents tell them, you're never going to be this, you're never going to be that, yeah. you know, you're going to grow up to be, you don't do what I told you, you're going to end up just being a drug dealer, you're going to be this, yeah. you're going to be that, whatever. That stuff, but words are powerful, man. Words are extremely powerful. And speaking those things into people, and some people just don't know. They better. don't realize it. They're doing it because they're repeating what their parent, their mom and dad taught them, or what they said to them. You know that happens. Why do you say that? I don't know. My mom always said it to me. They're not thinking what they're saying. Kind of like the liver. Yeah, the liver story. You're treading on thin water, Chase. Well, share with <laughs> us. I'm going to since since I tread on, tread on thin water. I think it's only fair that I share with you my problem. I I confronted my mom, who I love to death and put on a pedestal for everybody to know. And the main reason why I do is because the main reason why I do is because, man, I was that kid that couldn't be told nothing. And I was just so disrespectful until I was about 25 that I feel so guilty that I try and pay it back by putting my mom on a pedestal. Really, I feel like I, if I do you know, everything in the world and shower with everything I can, maybe by the time she leaves this earth, I'll, I'll, I'll make up for those few years that I was the way I was. That's why I do that. But here, here's the deal. I said, Mom. And I wasn't putting her on the spot trying to make her uncomfortable, but I did want to know, why did y'all make us eat liver? I don't like blood organs. Didn't <laughs> like it. Didn't want to like it. Like, I mean, I saw like physical butt whippings come out because we would, you know, they're, if I tell you to eat that liver, you're going to eat that liver. Dude, is it wrong to have an opinion? Is it wrong to like or not like something? Like, I don't get it. Why did, like, I would, it was such a bad night. I like I I would sit there and count the days down to it. I, if I was them, I wouldn't even want to eat the liver with all the they had to go through to, in order to eat it. I wouldn't even have enjoyed it. Like why did it come down to that? And she goes, I don't know. I guess just because my mama did that to me. And I'm like, man, ain't that a shame? Because it's true. Like you do things and you don't realize it. All of us do. I'm not saying I'm above it. All of us do things and we don't know why we do it. We do it because that's the way we always did it. You got to be aware of what you're doing because you don't realize you're damaging yourself with some of this old school mentality and definitely maybe damaging your kids. I think that as a world, we're more open-minded now than ever. Well, cause we're in the information age. We're in the information age where, and you can find a little clan anywhere you go. You can get on Facebook and find a group that likes red shirts with white polka dots 
and there's a group of people in the world that like what you like. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. you can find your tribe. Yeah, we, 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 we have a saying in the car business, there's a butt for every seat. Yeah. There's a butt for every seat. And what the internet's done is it's allowed you to find all the other people that, you know. Sure. I mean, you know, I do a lot of internet marketing and I have a little bit of a following. And I'm going to tell you right now, all it is is that I'm willing to stand up and scream the loudest while people throw tomatoes at me until they quit throwing them. I would never throw a tomato at you, Uncle Sid. No, you throw a rock. I know. <laughs> he, he tried to knock you me know out. what time it is, Uncle Sid? Woo, baby! It's time for the woo whistle. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, come on. The weekend's here, Jackson. We'll be back. Quitting time. Who says it's quitting time? I said it's quitting time. I was the foreman. I was the one says when it's quitting time at Tara. Quitting time! Quitting time! Quitting time! Time to disassemble, it's a semi line. Lord, I love punching out. Like I hate punching in. Woo! I'm never level, level, it's quitting time again. Take this job and shove it. Like to be hanging out, but I gotta get moving on. Woo! kitchen and fix me something good to eat and make my head a little high make the whole day complete because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on well pass it to me baby well pass it to me slow we'll take time out to smile a little before you let it go because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama Put a good buzz on There ain't nothing to do And there's always room for more Fill it, light it, shut up Shanty mama And put a good buzz on
takes us something good to eat Make ourselves a little high, make the whole day complete Cause we're gonna lay around the shanty mama And put a good buzz on Well, every night and day if I can help it We're gonna lay around the shanty mama And put a good buzz on That's the Woo Weekend. Man, there's only one way to change numbers, change anything, change your outcome, and that's to amp the energy up to the Woo Weekend, baby! So glad we made it to Jackson. We've made it to the weekend. Friday, baby. Friday. <laughs> it's time to go home to mama and relax. What are you doing for the weekend, Uncle said? Well, I ain't going to Cody's. <laughs> man, that was terrible, huh? Yeah, I thought you were down there fighting with your women again. No, man. Uh, and for those of you who haven't heard, there was a shooting over the weekend. It's awful. Yeah. 
I don't think that it took place in Cody's. I think it was in the parking lot, from what I understand. Well, when you start firing them guns off, people don't realize that. When you fire one of them pistols with a full metal jacket, it's going through buildings, multiple buildings. It's the wrong. You don't want a Glock in a house to be self-defending with. Well, that's true. Have you ever been involved in a... Yes, you know that. Well, we are, we, you know, maybe we'll get more on that. Yeah. We, got, we got to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about mind hacking and hear a little bit more about Uncle Sid's experience. We'll be back. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. WTJS Alamo, the talk of Jackson. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. Because Honda was KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. And we worked hard to earn that honor. Because without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished Pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. Based on 2018 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit kbb.com for more information. What's up, Jackson? It's Chase Channel from the Chase Channel Show. In case you missed it, we've moved to primetime. Be sure to tune in every Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturdays from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson.
gonna talk with Jesus As much as I should I don't read that good book Every day like I could Stones by Cody Jinks. What do you think of that, Uncle Seth? Uh, Cody Jinks is a man, man. That's one of the best written songs I've ever read. I, I played that, that just for you. I appreciate it, man. So we played something that's been made in the last two years? That's good. <laughs> Uncle Seth says I have an old soul. Old soul and uh, music uh, choices that uh, you must have learned from your grandpappy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't help oh, but I have a... That or your daddy. I have an unusual taste in music. No, you don't. You like good stuff. You just don't hear it until the second time because you're thinking about yourself the first time. Oh, very, very funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm Uncle real. Sid's comedy tour you can check out. <laughs> it will be in Jackson this weekend at Cody's. Make sure you tip your waitresses. <laughs> 
We're talking about life and business and the things you want to hear about. If you want to get in on the action, you can. And in fact, we had a few text messages that came in. I got to point something out though, real quick. Did you feel like he was stalling like he couldn't hear you when you were calling in? I, th- I think he was contemplating on going on the I can't hear you uh, excuse because all of a sudden he heard you. Well, I did adjust a knob on the mixer. And, and did he not stay on the phone longer than anybody you've ever met? Everybody hangs up when, before that. <laughs> that was a There's little... something going on. I guarantee he got a little nervous when we asked for the gusses. <laughs> He's like, man, there's no way I'm going to be there now. I'm going to turn around, go back, drop her off, do this. <laughs> I ain't going to make the Gus's. Where can I go to get the chicken that's going to taste like Gus's? <laughs> I want to address a few texts that have come in. That's cool. Because I think these are important. Hey, who's with me on that? Do they think Snow Cone fell off the cone? If you think Snow Cone was, you think if he you think he heard me and he was just trying. I did turn a knob up and then he heard some. Okay, well, a, you know if you turn that knob up. I'm just, the, everybody else with me, they, it sounded like he was going about to go with the I can't hear you excuse. I'm not the perfect sound engineer. I'm just a pretty good one. Well, on the fly, you know. And then, uh, so if you want to text us, you can. 731-215-0158. There was an interesting one that, that came in while we were on break. And it says... If Uncle Sid is on the market, how can I get in touch with him? Signed, Tammy in Paris. In Paris? Tennessee. Oh, well, there's a Paris everywhere in there. I was going to say, <laughs> well, at least we know she may. Well, maybe she doesn't. You, but got, you say, got a Tammy that's a fan. I, I got half my cousins are named Now, Tammy. one thing about Uncle Sid you can do is you can Google him, and that's a good way to find him. But do you, let, do you accept when people slide in your DMs, do you respond to them if Tammy hits you up on Instagram or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I see him. Maybe. I mean, so I you might a, you might have a shot, a Tammy. Yeah, you just might have a shot. Now there was another interesting one that came in. This one I think is even more fascinating. It says, "Love your show. You remind me a lot of my ex husband." Was wondering why you never play any Elvis songs. Sci- Thanks, Priscilla. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a stage name. If that's her real name. I'll kiss your butt. I'm thinking we have Priscilla. Man, a reminder of her ex. Man, she was hot too. But, mm. Some Elvis songs. You know that is funny. Oh. We've never played Elvis songs. Oh, uh-huh. you think we should play some? Absolutely. Okay, a couple that are more important I mean, that I want to address. I, wore, here. I, wore, I did wear some blue suede shoes this week. You know, you did wear blue suede shoes, and you could hear Uncle Sid. He was down at the old country store hanging out with Jimmy Duke and yeah. Brad and Schofield and yeah. the whole crew. Yeah, making friends. Well, that's my buddies. The uh, here's another one that came in. It says, "I couldn't agree more. Nothing is worse than a victim. Get over yourself." I agree with that. Right. This one, uh, this one's kind of interesting. I'll see what you think about it, Uncle Sid. It says, "You don't know what it's like coming from a perfect life. Easy to judge from your ivory tower." Saying that about you, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but you think maybe we found a victim? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, right. Here's the good news. You sent that in. You're upset. You think we have an ivory tower, or I do, according to Uncle Sid. But My the ivory fact tower is, is a hotel lady. you got to shed the victim mentality. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah. You either decide to look at life in a pessimistic, negative way, and everything in, that happens, it's because of some something that happened to you, and you're so coddled, and everything's... Or you say, you know what? Bad things happen to everybody. It's all about how you react to them. It's definitely... And that's the mind hack that we promised to talk about in the second hour is yeah. it's such a choice. It's it's wiring of the brain. Not not to mention have, holding that stuff in is like poison, man. I guarantee it's what causes cancer. Now, Uncle said, tell us about, we talked about the shooting that happened at Cody's. Yeah. And you've been through something that was traumatic. And, I, it, and, and most people would be still talking about that as a victim. 
Well, no, man. I, I mean, I got girlfriends out of that. <laughs> well, let's hear what happened. Well, it's a long story, so I don't know if we have it's, time to tell it. I'll time. tell you the quick version. This is important. My home was home invaded when I was a kid. And, you know, so my father was a computer engineer, and he actually wrote, did, you know, the software. He worked for the Bell Company, but he did the software for for Pizza Hut. You remember when you could call and put in your number and they knew where you lived? Yeah. That was like the first AI or whatever. You know, they're watching us. <laughs> that was the first big brother or whatever. Well, so my dad wrote that program. And so we had a second phone line, not because we're cool as kids, which, you know, everybody wanted to have their own phone line so their parents, because back then to be on the phone, that was a big deal, right? You know, especially if it was with a girl, right? And so, uh, and Christy was my friend. That's how I met her. That's how I got to know her so good, talking to her hours and hours and hours at night. But anyways, we had our own phone line. Thank goodness, because when these people came in the door, they put a gun to my mom's head who answered the door. And my dad jumped out of bed and, and grabbed his rifle and drew down on him. They had my mom. So, I mean, he obviously put the gun down and they put him on the floor and commenced to robbing us. We had our own phone line because they cut the phone lines. Because we had our own phone line, we were able to get through and get to, to, the, to the police officer, or 911, my brother called, okay? And... um at the time, for whatever reason, it got called into a gentleman by the name of Chris C. McGill. He was a police officer, a Gwinnett County police officer, and it was reported to him as a burglary. And see, a lot of people don't understand there is a difference between a burglary and a robbery. You know, most people, when they come home and all their stuff's gone, they're going, I've been robbed. No, no, robbery, man, is when you got a gun to your face. A burglary or a breaking and entering is when somebody broke in, stole your stuff, and, and they're gone, you know? So it was reported to him as a burglary. So when he came up on the house, he walked up to the front door to look. He didn't call for backup or anything. And the guy uh, was hiding behind the door and shot him in the face through the crack of the door. Oh, my God. <clears throat> With a twenty-five Beretta. Not a very big gun, but trust me, probably felt like a baseball bat. And, and I promised to give you the quick version, but let me tell you this. They, they were running through the house. You know, my mom kept going, just don't hurt my babies. So I'm sure my mom defended us a little bit because they thought that we were babies. We weren't. You know, we were. 14 and 11, okay? Back then, you might remember that we kind of had what we called the mullet. <laughs> and I was the master mullet, right? Because I was like, a, I thought I was Vince Neil, you know? I thought I was Nikki Six or something, right? And uh, I'll never forget this, but uh, the guy was up in my room right before the police got there, and he was standing over me as I was pretending to be asleep, and I honestly thought he was going to see my heart beating in my neck. And uh, he yelled back down and said, hey, Tommy, or whatever the guy's name was, we got a girl up here. But he used the B word. As he standing over the top of me, and I still act sound asleep, right? <clears throat> and uh, right at that second, the guy, he goes, the cops are here. So he ran back down. As he was standing over the top of me, and he dropped what was in his hand. Well, when he left my room, I looked to see what he dropped, and he had uh, a whole handful of belts of my mother's. So you can imagine what he was going to do with those standing over the top of me. He was going to tie me up and thought that I was a, a female, right? I mean, that would have been the worst. I'd been worse than Bruce Jenner, right? <laughs> so uh, anyways, I, you know, I have a soft spot for Christy McGill for showing up. And unfortunately, he got shot in the face for that. But anyways, so the, the guy ran downstairs, told the guy, hold him off in the front. He, he took another shot at, at the cops coming down the driveway. It happened to be a shift hour change. So every policeman in Gwinnett County came. He ran out the back, tried to get away. You know, they tackled him and called him. My parents talked the other gentleman out of the out of the gun. And, and you could tell he was the passive one. The one that ran first that shot the cop was very, very aggressive. And um, uh, anyway, so he, they talked him out of the gun. Well, when they talked him out of the gun, my dad went around and 
there's more to the story, but like, I didn't even hear the gunshot at the door. I heard six shots and I thought that was them putting them in my parents in the floor. But what it was is when he went to run out the back door to get out of there, the cop that got shot in the face thought they were coming to kill him. So he pulled out his 357 and unloaded it. And guess where every one of them bullets went? Right through my room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, and he was just trying to fend them off to keep them from coming at him. Guy wasn't even paying attention to him. But the 25 Reddit that shot him through the door, I didn't hear that. That's wild, right? That's crazy. But I, when I heard the six shots and you could hear the, you know, the, the, the wall, you know, the, you know, the peg in the wall and stuff. We, I grew up in a log home, you know, you know. I thought that was the bullets going in the floor, killing my parents. Wow. And I can remember when I came down the hallway and looked over the, the banister, I saw my mom and I, I, like, I didn't, it didn't even, like, it didn't even, that wasn't them getting shot. Like, I already knew they were shot. I just thought they were dead. And I remember thinking, man, I got a bad mama. Look at her walking around. Like, <laughs> she, and there, I mean, where did she get hit? Cause she is bad, son. <laughs> Like, I really thought it was because she had some superpowers. Like, like, man, my mama is better than your mama. You know, my mama said, you know, like literally. So, I mean, it's funny because that's exactly what I was thinking. But anyways, it was such a big deal, man. We went to go to, the, to school the next day. We couldn't get off the bus from the media. And they ended up naming a day after me and my brother and made a huge deal out of it. Everybody was like, thank you so much. My parents are buying me my own phone line now. Because, <laughs> you know, it got reported that that, that that was what saved, you know, people's, you know, my parents' life or whatever and whatnot. They made a big deal out of it because me and Steve played a cool head and, and, and my brother did call the, the uh, 911 and, and have the police come and, and all that stuff. And, and, and out of pure luck, it ended up, you know, not worse than it was. That's a, that is incredible. Well, <clears throat> so, you know, mama don't meet a stranger. So waking up in high school and I'd go down to get on the school bus it was nothing to have uh, 15, 16 Granite County police officers over there checking on her, you know, because they, they were worried because she was shook enough, from, you know, having a gun to her head and stuff. But, you know, they're hanging out with them, and she would make them coffee. They'd all be drinking coffee, laughing and stuff. So, man, you want to talk about, like, couldn't get in trouble? Like, I was a golden child. <laughs> I mean, literally, they, they'd bust, like, like, a high school party. They said, go sit over there. We'll give you a ride home in a minute. The rest of you are under arrest. <laughs> I mean, I could do no wrong, man. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was cool, man. And, 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 dude, I met a lot of great uh, mentors and, 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 uh, and officers that were on that police force at that time. Anybody that was, in, that was on the police force in 86 was at my house because it hit two, two, two shifts. So it's funny. Even when I'd get pulled over, they go, I go, you know, I tell them, they're like, I know you from somewhere. And I go, well, do you remember the thing on Oleander? And they go, oh, yeah, I was at that. Man, that was my second year. I was, you know, whatever. You know, we always had common bond and got in their bowl and got out of the ticket. <laughs> That's really so, cool, man. Thank, yeah, man. Thanks for sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, no problem, man. It's you know, I've had to tell the story a million times, but I'll tell one more detail one day because there's a lot to to hear and learn. So, how do you go from because a lot of I mean, you know, some everyone faces problems, right? Like yeah. my problems are different from your problems that are different from someone else's. Well, some of us had traumatizing childhood. Some of us, we all have had something. Everybody has. The, I told my mama this even when I was a kid. I'm like, mom. Nobody's perfect. We all, you know, everybody makes halftime adjustments. Everybody's got the crazy uncle or the wacky aunt and the, and the embarrassing cousin. Everybody has that. So don't, don't hold your, don't be like your situations. You, you're not from the streets, man. You're not from, you're not from Gwinnett. <laughs> you, you don't know what it's like to be where I'm from. The struggle's real. Whatever, dude. Listen, they're all hard. They come in different phases. Trust me, whether it's in, in Hollywood or, 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 uh, you know, in Beverly Hills or, or, or here in Tennessee, problems are real for anybody, especially when you're a kid having any sort of disruption in your home. So, 
quit thinking that your problems are special problems because they're not. Here's what I can say is I had a pretty relatively normal childhood and I still got problems. Right. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's, you know, yeah. I mean, once again, you know, I, I know, see in my heart, I know without a doubt my parents did the best they could and I love them every day for it and I wouldn't want to change a thing, but it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be aware and, and think of, man, I, I remember a few things that was said or made for me to believe that I will make sure I won't say to my kids if I ever grow up and have them one day, you know? Let me ask you this. If you have children one day, mm-hmm. will you make them eat the liver? <laughs> We're not going to have liver in the house. <laughs> We're not going to have liver when Uncle Chase comes over. Oh, too funny. You, you know, one thing that was said to me that, that, that changed my life, and, and I'm, I'm glad that Dad said it, but, but it did. It, it just... Just listen to this so you make sure you don't say this to your son. I was an artist, man. I drew for my mom. Like, my mom had T-shirts. We sold them all over the world. My mom, made, like, opened her two stores, her antique stores and stuff, with these shirts that I drew the drawings of the bears, and I'd get autograph them and all that stuff, right? I was an artist. And I remember where I was standing when my dad was painting the wall in the basement, and he said, I said, you know, he goes, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be an artist. He goes, son, the only artists that make money are dead ones. And that second, I said, I ain't going to be an artist. (laughs) Right? That's off the table. And, and, you know, Picasso has a a quote that every kid is born an artist until he's told he's not. So let them them open their minds and be creative. And, man, if they want to paint their, you know, their car, you see, man, I I mess with my RV and stuff. People are like, probably think I'm crazy. But, dude, you want to express yourself and make things the way you want them. And that's so important to be able to open your creative mind because when somebody bashes you, you can't think out loud if you're trying to be creative to think of a name of a company or a name of a website, don't ever make fun of somebody's answers because then you're going to close their creative side up and they're not going to be creative anymore. And that's, that's awful. And when you are being creative, you are so vulnerable and so exposed. Like when contestant number two was singing the other night, that's why I said, man, that's so cool. You just opened up like that because that's like looking through your underwear drawer. You know yeah. what I mean? It really is being... Uh, you know, vulnerable. So don't pick at them because, dude, it hurts. And they'll close up, and they'll, you'll contestant never. Contestant number two being a future Miss Channel. Right, I'm being funny by saying contestant <laughs> number two. I'm trying to get him in trouble. <laughs> he knows he's got him a good one. She's she's awesome. I, I already love her. So I mean, yeah, good singer too. She's very talented all the way around. Yeah, yeah. I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her walk away. I'm <laughs> 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 just playing, man. <laughs> You know, what's uh, what's funny is, is uh, talking about, you know, something that I think is important for everyone to realize is, is Uncle Sid and I, well, we like we're we throw business names and stuff off of each other constantly. Yeah. You know, website domains. Uh, yeah. Well, but that's because we don't bash and we're able to stay open. You know, I had a, you know, I had an ex-business partner that, you know, we were like an hour and a half away and he was managing somebody in the office next to him and he, and he was too much for him. So he asked me to start doing it. I drove an hour and a half down there to manage him. I'm trying to get the guy excited and I'll never forget. I started getting the guy kind of excited and, you know, getting, you know, the momentum I think is a lot. And he came out and he just bashed us for ideas and told us how big idiots we were. And I'm like, dude, you can't manage this guy. And you just crushed his ideas. Like when I'm finally getting the greased wheel here, like, what are you doing, man? Does that make you feel smart, dude? Like, do you feel smarter because you can bash somebody for being creative? Because you're not creative, dog. You know what I mean? Don't do not do that. that. That's a pet peeve of mine, man. Uncle Sid will spray paint like he'll have like a classic guitar that's... I had a tailor. I'll go ahead and say what it was. Yeah. It was a tailor. And I want it to be individually mine. 
So so he decides to bedazzle it. <laughs> I didn't bedazzle it. I dremeled it. I dremeled it. I had a certain look I was going for. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Really too Where funny. Where Chase, he don't even put a water hose on his house. I mean, it's going to be the spec house that it was when he bought it. Listen, I, I think of things like total function. I just don't think of it like I'm missing out on that. I, it's not missing out. It's making it yours. And I like to make things individual. I don't want to be what everybody else is. Yeah, I don't know where I That's get that from. That's the difference between a wolf and a sheep. Do you think that goes back to the whole holding as a child thing? That's definitely got something to do with the first 18 months of your childhood. I will not say what it might have been <laughs> out of respect of Mama Channel, who I love too. Um, uh, you know, I hope I haven't crossed the barrier where uh, I finally got Roger back after realizing that you know I do know a little bit about dirt roads, just not as much dirt roads as he knows. You know? <laughs> so, uh, too funny. Finally roped him back in. I'm, I'm okay, in the okay bucket again, I think. We're making our way to the weekend, and you're hanging out with Uncle Sid, and my name's Chase Channel. If you're just now joining us, don't worry. We have an encore performance tomorrow from 9 to 11 right here on 93.1. You can always go over to facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show. You can drop us comments or concerns there. Leave us messages, feedback throughout the week. Hey, Chase, let's, let's, let's get the culture right for the Friday, right, to, to not be a victim mentality. You got to change your momentum and change your attitude. I want to hear a will. Who? I need. I need a real will. You just got scared. Come on. I almost had it. Like lay it out. Lay it out, dude. Seriously, sell your life. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. One, two, three. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Now it's Friday. Was that better? I love it. We'll be back. Yeah. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. Because Honda was KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. And we worked hard to earn that honor. Because without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2018 Best Overall Brand. Based on 2018 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. What's up, Jackson? It's Chase Channel from the Chase Channel Show. In case you missed it, we've moved to primetime. Be sure to tune in every Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturdays from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson.
For the love of money. That's the OJs, Uncle Sid. Well, you know, you, you normally preference you, requests. And you know what? You have it. Well, I, you haven't asked me is why. It's, it's I've the, been sneaking them by you. It's the Chase Channel show. You know what we need to listen to? Right, this is a song I love, and it, it reminds me of good times and, and, and being young, talking about my mom and dad. Which song? Just a good old boy. I love that. Who sang that? Uh, Waylon Jennings. Yeah, Waylon Jennings. Come That's on, right. Now. Just had a slow moment for right, a moment. Right. Uncle Sid's hanging out with us. You're listening to the Chase Channel Show. It's good to have you along, and we're making our way to the weekend. We've sounded the whistle, so you can sit back and enjoy yourself. Good, 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 good. You're officially allowed to have a beverage after five on Fridays, right? I don't drink. Hey, do you remember the, the uh, Roscoe Pico train uh-huh. from, from Dukes of Hazard? This is way before you. Yeah. What am I thinking? Dude, you weren't even born yet. I've already been to Motley Crue before you were even born. Well, I do know about the, uh, the General Lee. <laughs> right. Well, I'm just saying. Do you know who Bo Duke was? Uh, no. Do you know who Luke Duke was? I'm guessing it's from the Dukes of Hazard, but I don't know them. What about Daisy Duke? What was that? Well, I do know that. What is Daisy Duke? Well, they're shorts, but it's also the... <laughs> also the, what? It's the chick from the show. Okay, I was going to make sure you knew there was a chick there. It's not just the shorts. I figured you only knew the shorts. It, no, it's the... They didn't wear no Daisy Dukes in West Virginia. Well, they were called cut-off jean shorts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they had to eat them Binder's Jumbo wings. What's great about cut-off jeans is you could make, like, capris. You could make uh, maybe short shorts. You could make Hang on a second. basketball shorts. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to know about your cut-off jeans. I didn't have any. Yes, you did. No. They're too tight. <laughs> Turn around go home. We're talking about in the first hour. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to it on iHeartRadio.com. We talk about losing the victim mentality. Uh, There's so many people in life that go through life feeling like a victim and how it holds us back in life and in business. All it does is make you average. It's the force of average. Everything in this world is to make you and put you down to make where where you're going to be average. And then sometimes people give up and they end up just being average. And we believe if you're listening to the show, it means you've already made the choice that you don't want to be average. That's right. That's exactly right. So part of that is the mind hack. And when you hear that word, you think, oh, yeah, sure. What, you know, some, I'm the total skeptic, right? Uncle said, oh my gosh. is there anyone more skeptical than me? Oh my gosh. I mean, I am Mr. Skeptic's the sweetest word we could use. Right. Yes. I will. I will give that. But in saying that, what I'm, what we are about to tell you, I can assure you is the real deal. And it's the way, because, you know, I know that so many people, especially in, in the position I'm in, I do the commercials, I do TV, I'm on all these different things in front of the public. Yeah. So they just think, man, that Chase, he sure is perfect. Well, that's just because our brains are wired that way to think that the best of most scenarios. You know what I mean? That's why that's why these people get so blacked out over social media thinking you live the life. They think I live like a gallivant all over the world, you know, in the finest places and the best suites and all that stuff. You know, there's a positive and negative. There's a, there's a Newton's law. There's a push-pull take on everything. For every action. There is a reaction. That's that, right. That's a fact. You just want to make sure, right? If if the if the if the one armed bandit is paying out sixty percent, you want to get it when it's paying out, not when it's taken. Yeah. That's all. And I think a lot of that is just preparation. It's being prepared for the downs the same way you're you're looking it is being prepared for the downs, it's also being prepared to be consistent. But here here's the here's the difference between our well, I'm gonna say my dad's generation because your dad's still a young man. But and then and then he's like, almost sixty. Yeah, he's a good dude, though, man. Guy gets around like a you know. He yeah, gets around like he's that's true. Twenty. 
Better than both of us, hey, probably. getting on Roger's good side. No, <laughs> but I guarantee you, Roger ain't breathing like you are when you come up them stairs. Huh? Oh, great. <laughs> now I'm going to get put on a fitness regimen. <laughs> well, hey, we did play some racquetball this week. That's What's wrong true. with that? We did work Chase out. Chase didn't even break a sweat and beat me five to zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, we could put on a circus act to do that, man, because there we go. There ain't no way that big old boy can play racquetball and he would annihilate the you know, state champion. It's all about position. That's right. Position <laughs> and setup. We could set them up, dude. So, you know, I want to use that as an example, okay, the racquetball, because I think that that's such – that's so part of the life hack is is you have to be committed to what you're going to do. That's right. And, like, when I started playing racquetball, I got beat just like everybody else. Yeah. The difference is is I didn't say I wanted to continue to get beat. No, you had that competitive spirit. That's why you got a great sales ability. That's where it starts. And so a lot of that – some of you say, well, gee whiz, I'm not competitive or I don't – you know, I don't know if I'd ever be a great salesperson – that doesn't mean that you have to accept being a victim. That's right. You can still make the choice to say, you know what, I'm in control of what happens, and we can all choose to be a student. And one of the things that, because my physical ability alone, I mean, do I look like I would be a great racquetball player? No, they're probably hating on you. That's why it would be a great setup. We could we could hustle. Just to all set them. the stage, I'm six four. Okay, about three hundred and fifty pounds. Six which four would be with the hair. Very generous. Six four with the hair. I'm like six six with the hair. Okay. Size 16 shoes. I'm not the typical what you would think. Can't, when he lived with me, we had to wait until they had the big man, tall man just so we could maybe go get him a set of sandals that looked like uh, Frankenstein coming through the door. Yeah, I had the Jerusalem cruisers on. You, yeah, you were in the Jerusalem cruisers <laughs> and then those the, those uh, boots those with tires on the bottom. You had the worst shoes I've ever seen in my life. Goodyear tread. Yeah, they're bad. They, what he's talking about is, uh, is Nordstrom would do a they would only do it like once every quarter or something yeah. it was like a before the store opened they would send you an invite and that you could meet up with all the uh, what's funny is, is as we walk up sid's checking out everyone's feet no i was about to say that was the weirdest thing man because we're sitting out there's like a whole crowd out there and then i started looking around and every one of them looked like bozo the clown with their feet <laughs> you know you know but but sid didn't want to uh, back, i felt so dainty he didn't want to make us feel insecure about our feet you know and and smash our creative, our creative minds. They just made me feel dainty. I'm just saying. <laughs> What's funny is there was a lot of women there. Well, yeah, there's women that have big feet. I think anything over a size 10 for a woman is probably a pretty big foot. If you have over a size 10, I hope you're playing basketball. Well, when I was 16, I wore size 16s. So, like, for every year when I was 13, I had a 13, 14, oh, 15. Cool. So, it would just kind of go. But And then, of course, my parents were hesitant. They're like, well, listen, we don't even know if we should get you more shoes because right. you're growing out of them. Well, every year but you, every year you're like well how much i mean how much more can they go here Where's, you know? well as expensive as tennis shoes you're getting and stuff there's there's always that year for a parent right that they're like what do you mean you've already grown out of those shoes <laughs> like like i had to wrap back money for three weeks to get that you yeah. know so yeah that, that's scary you know but i think that uh that part of the whole deal is when you look at me when i remember when i started playing racquetball right i get beat and I'm, so i'm competitive I'm, I'm hustling harder i'm trying to figure it out but what I would do that would set me above and beyond is I would go home, get on the internet, and I would pull up YouTube and I would type in World Championship Racquetball. And you'd watch it like you do pool now? And I would watch it just like I do pool. But but also, who were you playing? You are playing Ebert, right? I was playing my Who's friend a, Jim Ebert. NCAA tennis player. Yeah, it was very, right. very tough to beat. Right, so you, you be, your competitive spirit, you're going to beat him. So eventually you got as good, if not better, than Ebert, I bet. Yes. And so now you're beating a, a NCAA T tennis player yeah so your mendoza was already high here's here's a really uh this is a little off topic but it's really funny so 
when to when, you. when we're when we're <laughs> in when we're in Georgia, yeah. I moved down there and I played a lot of racquetball at a place called uh, Lifetime or LA Fitness. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that played with you. Yeah, and then. I, when I moved down to Sugarloaf, there was a Lifetime Fitness that was closer, and but I went squash. there. But we didn't know that. Yeah. So when I signed up, I said to the guy, the salesman, I said, "Hey, do you got racquetball courts?" He's like, "Oh yeah, 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 we got racquetball courts." Yeah. Completely so I sign up, game. I play, yeah. I walk back there with my racquetball bag, and I start looking at the court. And squash courts are smaller; they have a ten that kills the ball. Yeah. There's, I mean, it was just, and I, I walk back up front. I go, dude, those like those aren't racquetball courts. Do, do you not remember? That's the only reason I even got my racket uh, rackets back from you after you stole them was because you found out squash and had to buy a new racket. So you're like, oh yeah, you can come back. <laughs> you you done took the whole bag and everything with you like they were yours. Well, you know that and my what that and my what what, what clone was that? I don't know about that. No, it was a good clone. What was it? I don't. remember. I go, man, you gotta smell this one squirt, and all of a sudden I never saw it again. I don't remember. It was the black bottle. It, it was some one of, one of the. It was. It wasn't Jay Z, but it was a uh, Mont Blanc, Chris Brown. No, no, not Chris Brown. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, what was it? I'll think of it, but it'll, uh, it'll I don't know because I didn't have it after that day. I showed it to you. So here's so the point of the story here is that uh, Chase will steal your clone. No, no, I'm no, sorry, I'm no. hung up on it. I can't get over it. But I'm saying that. So I'm like, I'm like, gee whiz, what is squash? So I go back there because you can't play racquetball, and I'm like, well. Let's get a squash racket. And then I'm like, well, what are the rules to squash? And dude, you're welling on the purple pro rackets balls right now that are fast, fast, right? Yeah, I do use yeah. the, the pro pro yeah. ball. So going to squash was like squash and, and and so most most of you listening probably have no idea what squash is. And that's because it's mostly played in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's same thing. It's, it's, a, kind of court. it's a racket sport on a basically a racquetball court. Yeah. And the ball's dead, though. So Meaning like in, it's like it, 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 as it warms up, it actually gets faster. As it warms up, it gets faster. But the ball, when it hits, it's, it dies. So it's like a knuckleball. Yeah. There's <laughs> more running and there's more strategy because yeah. uh, like in racquetball where the ball's flying everywhere and yeah. squash, it's a lot more uh, strategic. Yeah. So funny enough, I read the rules and I decide, well, I may as well figure out how to become a squash player. I swear I can do more useless things than than anyone. Dude, on the I was planet. with you when all this happened. You're talking like as if I wasn't the guy lapping in the lap pool with you. I didn't know you were there. Yes, I had the I had a fitness. Dude, I paid that thing. I moved out of Georgia and was still paying that uh, membership fee there. <laughs> yeah. So during this, uh, I remember as I got better at squash, I went down there and the same thing. I would watch the world championship squash, and I'm like strategies and shots and moves and all this stuff which is always being a student of what i'm what i'm watching right like i'm not just going to accept because if you go watch the guy who's no good you can only be no good that's right you want to watch somebody who's better than when you go watch the world champion level up, and baby. you say well, how you know let me find how they do that so i can do it and i'll never forget so i they moved me up to what they called uh a class and leagues I'm, i started playing squash leagues and a is the pro division right well the problem is, is you know, I was very fit then. Yeah, you were. You know, I was maybe two two twenty or something like yeah. that. And uh, you know, so long wingspan could really move and get the ball. Well, there's this guy there, and he's warming up before leagues, and he says, uh, "There's like a challenge court, and I'm in there." And he says, "Will you mind if I jump in?" I'm like, "Sure, to go ahead." He wears. I was wearing everybody out. I mean, everybody. And this guy wears me out. So it gets down to where it's like game point, and you win by two. We go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He finally edges me out, right? right? He's a gold medalist squash player from like Costa Rica. Yeah. Right? Sponsored by Wilson and all yeah. this, which I didn't know that. I'm just matching up with the guy. Right. 
And so then I'm like, dude, let's run it back. Cause I'm like, I just had you like right on the brink. Yeah. You know, like you won't I, be able to say you beat him. Like I can get you. Yeah. And, uh, but man, I would never felt cardio. Right. Like I did playing that guy. And it was just such a, but I think that that, that just shows. That spirit pushed you past your limit. And it, and it just shows that like, it's all about the commitment and yeah. the decision we make to say, because most people are like, well, I tell people all the time, pull it up on YouTube and look at it. Oh, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah. Okay. Then you don't really want to know it. But it's also your will to win. Will right. to win is what creates. That's the reason why you learned sales. That's the reason why you, because all you were more afraid of, of losing or somebody beating you that bad and being better than you, than you were embarrassing yourself saying the wrong thing being in sales. That's true. Right. Anybody that's like, man, I just don't know what to say. I'm nervous like that. I'm like, do me a favor. Go tonight and go karaoke. Anything prints. <laughs> And you won't be embarrassed to walk in and talk and sell ever again. One of the things that they teach you in leadership is putting yourself out there, right? Yeah. So do you know what the number one thing people are afraid of is? F uncertainty. Failure. Nope. You're close, though. Uncert so uncertainty. Now, when I say scared of, I'm talking about like it could be being burned Public alive. Speaking. Or being drowning. Public speaking. Public speaking. Number yeah. two is being burned to death. Oh, is it? Number three is drowning to death. So people are more afraid to public speak than they are to be burned alive. Well, I mean. <clears throat> so guess what they teach you at leadership school? How to get burned? No. How to walk on They fire. put you right up in front of everybody. Yeah. And they tell you to give a 60-second speech on punctuality. Yeah. With projection, screaming it as loud as you can. Yeah, get it out. So I got up there. And in this moment, I realized, because I'm like, this will be a breeze, yeah. right? 60 seconds, punctuality, no problem. Yeah. So I jump up in front of the entire class, 50 strangers, and they're like, if you don't scream it, you fail, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. Oh, you're going to participate. You're going to participate, and you go until you get it. Ooh, so wow, I love that. that's the way they do it. Yeah. Well, so I get up there, and I'm like, okay, I got to get amped up, right? Like, I can barely do a woo. So you can imagine this isn't in my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I shout out as loud as I can, projecting. But I've never realized that when speaking, when you're screaming, guess what you can't do? Process thoughts. Yeah. So normally when I'm public speaking, I can just talk, and my brain's flowing just like we're talking now. Mm-hmm. When you start screaming, all that goes out the window because you're thinking about screaming. Mm -hmm. So I'm up there and I'm like, you got to be punctual because it's punctual. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet you I said punctual <laughs> had to be 120 times in 60 seconds. <laughs> and when I got done, they passed me. Yeah. They were like, it's were not you the a, first one? Or the I was first. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing they would always say is it's OK to be first. Yeah. You know, and so and then once you as you became more of a leader through the class, then they would want you encouraging the others to be first. Yeah. And like as a leader, you'll make sure that I like it. that they get there. But like in the it. beginning, they always say it's okay to move quickly. It's okay to be first. Yeah. That's how they phrase it. But hey, just just to, so people know about leadership course that we're talking about, Chase went to this and and uh, it was in Vegas in the, or somewhere off out of Vegas, right? Al Alamo, Nevada, next to Area Fifty One. Yeah, it, and, and let me just say this: it, it was probably one of the one of the epic trainings you ever had, and people that you knew would come back and like like leave their families and move to the Caribbean. I mean, it's like life changing, like very this, life changing. Yeah. It was very uh, psychological and uh, you came back a, a new man. That's for sure. I loved it. The person who created it was actually the wife was a, did like psychopsychosis mm -hmm. and the husband worked for the CIA. 
Oh, wow. We got double there. Huh? And he was all over the world. So what they would do is they train like a lot in. in what do you think the chances are that we got a Manchurian candidate now you've been hanging out with him? Who? Manchurian candidate. Oh. They, I bet they sent some vibes into your brain. Well, they could have. But what was interesting about it was is that he themed it after so there's like leadership breakthrough one's the first one then yep. there's you go back for more courses yeah and i'm a master graduate of there i'm very proud of that but um the first one had a uh the like what's the with the sam like the swords the ninjas uh yeah yeah samurai you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 the samurai the whole thing was based around because he'd lived all over the world he lived in in right. china and been in these different parts and he realized that like implementing principles that the samurai would use yeah and uh, one of the sayings that that they would always use in the and they talked about was the dash. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought it was interesting because they said, you know, it's not about what happens. It's not about the dates that you were born and the date you died. Dude, it's that, about that, my buddy Steve Branch wrote that song. And your report builders were doing that. No, he didn't write it. Yes, he did. Branch it was and a Dean. poem. He might have made a song. Okay, he did. Branch and Dean. It's called the dash. We're gonna verify this. Verify it. See, this is a good lesson because whoever is most certain how usually about, wins. How about we just call Steve and ask him? Well, well he could be going to phone a friend now. What do you think this is? Well, I mean, I don't know. I can probably text him on Facebook, too. Actually, I, I think his mom or somebody got sick. Whatever. Just, we'll leave him alone. But yeah, he wrote that song, by the way. It's not a song. Oh, it is. It's a poem. He might have made a he might have made a song about the please poem. text in so we can correct uh, Mister ne- uh, Never Wrong right now. I, I mean, golly. Well, I think that you know, there's a you just have to realize that. Are we gonna have a break with one more song? Yeah. Well, can I make it? Can I make it? We're a, almost out of time, but we have time for a quick break for a song as can, long as can, it's not a, too long of a song. Can, all right. Can, will you play me a song? Play sure. Branch and Dean Dash. Branch and Dean Dash. You, you got go. it right here. Here it is. We're gonna take a short break. The real song. Okay, we're going to play the song. I'm going to find validation on the break, too. So if you want to hear the answer, stick with us. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. What words come to mind when you think of Honda? Reliable should be one. Fun, that's a good one. How about stunning, comfortable, refined? I could go on, but there is one word that sums up every Honda. Quality. Because Honda was KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. And we worked hard to earn that honor. Because without quality, nothing else you call a Honda matters. So whether you choose the sizzling Civic, acclaimed Accord, adventurous HRV, fearless fit, awesome Odyssey, conscientious clarity, remarkable Ridgeline, polished Pilot, or sporty CRV, you know you're getting Honda quality that's truly unmatched. In fact, we make sure of it. So visit your local Honda dealer and get into KBB.com's 2018 best overall brand. Based on 2018 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit kbb.com for more information. What's up, Jackson? It's Chase Channel from the Chase Channel Show. In case you missed it, we've moved to primetime. Be sure to tune in every Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturdays from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. You know, music has the ability to change lives. 
We never knew when we wrote this song we'd be changing our own. And you know this song's really special to me because I just had a son that passed away with cystic fibrosis. And man, he really knew how to live his life. He was my hero. And he taught me how to live my dash. Dash 2013 was written in granite above rest in peace. Those two little numbers with a line in between got me thinking about how much that little line means. Life goes by so fast and our stories define by how we spend that day so take every breath like it's the only one you'll get cause there's only so much breath you get to take baby's born and opens up his eyes and lord it tears our hearts up when our loved ones say goodbye one moment there's a future and another that's your past so from this moment on i know how i'll spend my dash i'll take every It's the only one I'll get Cause there's only so much breath you get to take When it comes to love You can never give enough So love like you mean it every day From the first breath So how are you 
spend your dash. Branch and Dean with the dash. How's that for some proof? You know, uh, I had a text that just came in uh, on the Victory Honda text line, 731-215-0158. says, it's a little dust in here over in Lexington. That's a sad song, bro. It is sad, but you know, it, it's, 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 it's honoring his son who I met. And I think uh, you owe it to the world. I don't think any parents should lose a kid. Well, I think that it really emphasizes and, and really leaves this week's show on the note of. Well, dude, listen, I mean, he's, he's a good dude and he's proud of it. He's a heck of a poker player too, believe it or not. You ain't never heard that song until you heard it in the McClinney Moose Lodge. It's a whole different sound. Really? Is that where you heard it? Man, you'll find me under rocks and moose lodges and curious. Now, McClinney, New York to LA. for those of you who don't know, there's also a prison there. Yeah, well, Baker County, and then there's Rayford. Rayford, which yeah. is where... Oh, well, that's where Ted Bundy was electrocuted. Old Sparky's in there, right? That's right, Old Sparky. Now, the dash that I was talking about is a book which was written by Linda Ellis, okay, prior to the song, but uh, originally published in 2012. Mm-hmm. So we were both right. No. <laughs> Do you think that, was that book talking about the dash the same way that Steve was? It, I mean, it was a different song, but it's the same principle. Uh-huh. But I think that that's a, this is the perfect way to end this week's show because if you shed the victim mentality in life that's right, and you learn to make the choice that's right. to mind hack yourself that's into right. saying, you know what, regardless of what's happened, I can only control what's that's ahead right. of me, what I do today, and it's my choice. That's right. And when you embrace that and you say, you know what, I'm going to make it where, like Sid said on today's show, he said that in my 44 years, if I die tomorrow, yes, got no regrets. That's right. And it's because he's living his dash, and you can too. That's right. Absolutely. And, and yeah, you only get one dash, right? You only get one, so make so it don't count. don't make excuses, man. That's right. If you're just now joining us, don't worry. You missed out on a great show, but you can catch the replay tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 right here on 93.1. Or as always, if you could go over to, if you have an iPhone, just click the podcast button. It's on all iPhones. Type in the Chase Channel Show. Be sure to click subscribe. We appreciate it. Go to iHeartRadio.com, and they'll send you an email blast each week. But uh, share the love. Let your friends know that they can always catch us right here on 93.1. I wish we had two more hours. I got something else I got to say, but I guess we'll wait until next week. We'll man. save that for next week. We'll Uncle save so. until next week, but I got something that's important now. All right. N- don't miss out on next week's. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll catch you later. We'll get the secret sauce tomorrow. Enjoy your weekend, Jackson. See ya. We're out of here. You've been listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to hear fresh new weekly episodes. For more, please visit Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel Show. That's Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel with two N's and two L's show. Until the same time, next time, keep it right here on 93.1 WTJS, The Talk of Jackson. WTJS Alamo, the talk of Jackson.